Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Evelyn. Uh, thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Life Over Matter. I am going to be talking to you about herbs today. I uh, have some intestinal issues and I usually have them at bay. I usually am pretty good at taking care of them. I've had diverticulitis since 2017. So I am always trying new and different things and ways to look at stuff. And a couple of my team members introduced me to ginger and lemon uh, pretty recently. And I started drinking it uh, in, as an alternative to my coffee. I, I kind of go back and forth with both. And I started noticing almost immediately a difference in my skin, uh, in my hair. I noticed a difference in the way that my stomach was feeling. It really helped me a lot. And I thought that if this combination could cause such a wonderful feeling, what are the other herbs that are out there that I don't know that much about that may be able to help me either get someplace that is better with my skin or better with, you know, something that may be ailing me in the future or maybe some, you know, arthritis. I sit a lot um, behind a desk a lot. So uh, I definitely thought that it was worth looking into and as I was going to go through them I wanted to share it with all of you uh, as you know as I go through these exercises in my life I also want to share them as you guys can take part of the journey with me and learn about them with me I'm always having aha moments where I am looking into things and all of a sudden it's like a game changer scenario and that's what the ginger and lemon was it may sound like you know something so simple and trivial and something that you may have known about forever. But for me, I had never had ginger outside of sushi. So I, I didn't ever have any inkling to try it. Other than that, I had had the like more generic form in my tea. I've bought like ginger lemon tea, but I'd never really had the fresh ginger and fresh lemon and cut it up and boiled it and then made a homemade tea out of it, which is what my team had encouraged me to do. And it was such a wonderful revelation. Uh, I found out through research after that, that that simple combination can aid in weight loss. It can, uh, and, and like I said, it helped my skin. It helped me with my brain fog. If you've been listening this while, you know, I have uh, thyroid disease. So uh, if I, you know, occasionally slip, if I slip on taking my medicine or anything like that, I get this brain fog, uh, which I don't let happen too often. But uh, when it does, it's not cool, man. I can't really function very well. But a little bit of this ginger and lemon gets me right back on the spot that I need to be on. So it's like these unsaid, unwritten, uh, you know, techniques behind these herbs that are not talked about enough. So I wanted to be that person who raises their hand and says, you know what? I'm going to talk about this with everybody. So uh, that is what this episode is going to be all about. I'm going to be talking to you about 36 different herbs that are going to aid you um, and maybe teach you something that you didn't know about herbs. Maybe you clicked on this podcast because you're passionate about herbs. And if you are and there's anything that you find interesting that I may be leaving out today, please feel free to comment me. Uh, you know, I'm trying to learn as much as I absolutely can. So if you want to uh, send me some comments, I have a voicemail box on my anchor page. I would love to hear from you if you want to email me. Um, my email address is evelynkish at yahoo.com. That is my main address for everything. 
Um, or if you want to hit me up on Life Over Matter Instagram, you can go ahead and, and message me on there. Uh, because, you know, all of these educational tools are something that, uh, you know, is going to help us live our best life. And the ginger and lemon just by themselves have been uh, a wonderful addition to, you know, I don't drink it every day, but when I do, um, you know, it smells fresh. It is uh, pure. There's nothing added. I don't have to worry about preservatives or anything like that going into my body. And it really helps with digestion and my stomach feels really good afterwards. It's crazy because after your VSG surgery, there are certain medicines that you can't take. And so you're kind of limited whenever you have a diverticulitis flare up, you know? And that kind of flare up feels like the best way to describe it is if you did a hundred sit-ups, you aren't used to doing sit-ups and the way that your stomach is sore from that the next day. That's the way a diverticulitis flare up feels. And it can come for no reason or it can come because you ate something that you shouldn't have. Either way, it took a team member of mine actually giving me the elbow nudge and telling me about this. That was the wake up moment for me for it. So uh, per the usual in all of these, uh, in all of these episodes, I try to take a break relatively early so that we have a long haul that's uninterrupted by a commercial break. So we'll be talking about 36 super herbs and spices. So we're gonna we're gonna rope some spices in there too, just so that we can broaden the spectrum, right? I'm super enthused about this because for those of you who have been listening for a while, I did have a wreath business where I got oils and extracts that had been shipped over to me from different countries, which I had soaked supplies in to make home decor for people based on their ailments, right? And so I have focused on the external benefits of holistic medicine, but I have not looked into herbs and spices. So this is going to be a new and interesting episode for me as well as you. And maybe I can pull out some recipes even for myself. I use mostly fresh food whenever I cook. I love to cook. I cook all the time. And I use fresh, uh, you know, herbs and spices for that, but not so much for ailments. So I'm about to learn uh, as you are about all of this as we go. So hopefully it will be as interesting as I'm anticipating. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, Stick with me. I'm going to go to a quick break, grab yourself something to drink, take a quick bathroom break, whatever it is. And uh, I will be back right after this to talk to you about these 36 herbs. Welcome back and thank you so much for sticking with me Uh, today. I hope that I'm talking about something that you're super interested in. I'm going to be commenting on everything as I usually do, which is what makes this podcast so special. So uh, definitely stick with me. We're in it for the long haul. We're going to go over 36 of uh, these super herbs and spices that are going to boost our health. And uh, that's part of the goal, right? So uh, let's get started. So these are going to boost immunity, control blood sugar, and reduce inflammation primarily. I mentioned before the break that I'm not allowed to take certain medicines, so I have to be really careful of what I put into my body um, because I have a a pretty sensitive stomach for my VSG surgery. So, um, you know, this is going to help me as much as 
because hopefully it's going to help you and maybe we can extract some recipes out of it um or, or i can talk about some recipes that i make with some of these um they they supercharge the meals really and they boost overall health and um you know it's gonna it's gonna include some good ones so um herbs and spices are not only stellar for flavoring your favorite foods but many also have outstanding health benefits adding herbs and spices is one of the simplest ways to supercharge your diet these tasty seasonings can do everything from boost your immunity to fight inflammation control blood sugar and wonderful for adding more flavor to your food with having to rely on salt in fact many herbs and spices have multiple benefits finally an excuse to start an herb garden at home we're taking a look at some of the healthiest herbs and spices to boost your immune system reduce inflammation and control blood sugar levels so one of the first ones they talk about is cumin sprinkling of cilantro and sprigs of mint i use all of those um mint is usually like a, a, a mortar thing um where i use it for a mint flavor if i'm going to be making something sweeter something like that cilantro i can't make tacos without cilantro we love it in this house we use it for almost everything uh that is uh latin related <laughs> trying to be careful and um cumin i don't use that much that much for um here is the best herbs and spices though to chapter this up a little bit for boosting immunity so the first one that they talk about is echinacea so echinacea it helps shorten the dura duration of a cold and this is through studies, this has been proven. Echinacea will shorten your cold, and this is really special to us right now in the time frame that we're in because of the pandemic. There can also be quite a bit of difference in echinacea products. While there are many preparations available, if you're starting to feel a little under the weather, weather brew yourself echinacea tea. That's really smart because I have seen echinacea tea and not picked it up because I didn't know what it was for. But now I can kind of associate the two. So it uh, shortens the duration of a cold, echinacea. Ginger, which I just talked about. Ginger truly deserves its superfood status. I would, I would absolutely agree with that. The nutrient-rich rhizome has a host of benefits, including compound called gingerol, which may help battle infections. Ginger is, uh, in fact, I found this through additional research outside of this article that I found, ginger is also a natural antibiotic which in the free time of quarantine lockdown right when everybody was buying the toilet paper and the paper towels and everybody was going crazy and everything um we had gotten as many antioxidant slash antibacterial uh fruits and vegetables that we could out we could get and we froze them and we you know had some just in case because we didn't know if everything was going to be shut down for months just like everybody in the world right so we wanted to get as many medicinal natural medicinal uh, items that we possibly could and uh, you know we we would have loved to have been able to have picked up some of this parsley there are plenty of benefits to eating raw parsley including bolstering your immune system Parsley is full of antioxidants, which are essential in helping to fight off colds. The simple herb is definitely more than just a garnish for your plate. It can help reduce inflammation and boast essential nutrients like calcium, iron, vitamins K, C, and A. 
I didn't know any of that. That is amazing. So parsley, repeat it one more time. It's full of antioxidants, which are essential in helping fight off the colds. It's, it's impact is to reduce inflammation and boost essential nutrients like calcium, iron, vitamins K, C, and A. That is so cool. I love parsley too. Here's 10 herbs and spices to relieve nausea. Now, this is something that I don't get very often, but when I do, it's it's a killer. It's usually when I have tomato sauce. Something with, um, when you have VSG surgery, is there certain things that you just cannot eat? And I have a very hard time with tomato sauce, but I'm Italian, and <laughs> it is many times as I suffer when I eat tomato sauce, I continue to do it anyway when I feel and, uh, you know, usually I'm dieting, so it's never an issue because I never have anything that has tomato sauce in it. But when I do have it, um, I either throw up, unfortunately, hopefully you don't have a weak stomach if you're listening to this, or I, uh, I get really nauseous. So this is going to help me in that regard if I ever do it uh, again in the future, which I'm sure I will. I'm dieting right now, but uh, let's be honest, there'll be a time. So suffering from an upset stomach there are several herbs and spices that help alleviate nausea, relieve bloating, and help the symptoms of IBS. Ginger is the most famous. There are plenty of other tasty options to kick stomach problems to the curb. Those include mint, chamomile, peppermint, fennel, dill, cinnamon, cumin, nutmeg, mace, and lemongrass. So I think that's really cool because everybody always gives me chamomile tea all the time. Everybody, I was like, when I was in the office, I'd be like, oh, my stomach hurts. My diverticulitis is killing me today. I've got, I, I think I'm having a flare up. I'm trying to drink as much water as I can, you know, because they would always say you've got to wash out whatever's in the bubble of your diverticula, okay? And so I'd be like, I don't know what to do. And they'd always give me chamomile, chamomile. I'd be like, what is the deal with this chamomile? And now I know that it's to relieve nausea so like the moms in the office must have been privy to the nausea information with the chamomile i got it now here are 18 herbs and spices out of the list that reduce inflammation now, this is a big one for me because one of the medicines that i cannot take is ibuprofen and so whenever i have a toothache or whenever my bones hurt from sitting indian style all the time i meditate every day and i'm i'm incredibly flexible I, not to brag at all but I was a cheerleader for 20 years <laughs> and so um, I have my joints get very sore um, and I take a lot of supplements from having my surgery anyway but uh, I don't have anything to help me with inflammation um, usually ibuprofen would have helped me do that but unfortunately uh, and and you know if I had it to do all over again, I would a hundred times over. I'm just not able to take ibuprofen. So Tylenol, which doesn't do much for me, is the name of the game whenever I have a headache or anything like that. Um, but as far as inflammation, I really could find some alternatives. So this is interesting for me. So with their anti-inflammatory benefits, these herbs and spices are particularly good at reducing chronic inflammation which some studies believe can lead to diseases like heart disease, cancer, arthritis, diabetes, and neurogenerative diseases. Anti-inflammatory herbs and spices may also play a role in pain relief. 
here are some of the best anti-inflammatory herbs and spices to add to your diet. Allspice, ginger, turmeric, cinnamon, chili powder, black pepper, clove, rosemary, borage, stinging nettle, basil, cat's claw, evening pimrose, cayenne pepper, cardamom, paprika, lemongrass, and holy basil. Something that was super interesting for me was my mom and my stepdad have an amazing garden. And whenever I go up to Pennsylvania to see them, they take me for a walk around their house and around their house they have all of these herbs that I've never heard of before and my stepdad will take a leaf out of it and give it to me and I'll you know he'll say taste this and I'll chew on it it'll be mint or he'll give it to me and I'll chew on it it'll be basil and he takes all of the bushes and he lays them out and he dries them and then he grinds them and that's what he uses to cook with is all of the herbs that are from our, all around the house and so as I was reading this list, because it's a little bit longer, um, you know, stinging nettle, cat's claw. It sounds like a witch's brew, like I'm putting together a spell or something. But in all actuality, all of these ones were growing around my stepdad and my mom's house. So it's pretty awesome uh, to read the advantages of this. And again, all of those were for inflammation. So, I mean, that's really great. He loves... Um, my stepdad absolutely loves spicy food. Anything spicy, he loves. It can't be spicy enough. And so the chili powder makes sense. He's pretty healthy. Um, cayenne powder, things like that. He he grows along with those herbs and vegetables and stuff. Amongst them, he he you know grows ghost peppers and things like that. So um, it doesn't it doesn't it's the capsaicin he says keeps him healthy and makes him feel young which is insane to me he even has the dog eat the crazy spicy stuff it's it's incredible anyway uh, next we're going to do the 13 top herbs and spices for controlling blood sugar okay so if you've got diabetes or you're watching your blood sugar these might be for you Adjusting your diet is the key to controlling blood sugar levels and can help in the management of conditions like diabetes. Certain herbs and spices can lower blood sugar and help prevent blood sugar spikes. Adding a teaspoon or two to your meals or sipping on freshly brewed herbal tea is an easy way to incorporate them into your diet. These are the top 13 herbs and spices for controlling your blood sugar. Yerba mate, fenugreek, cinnamon, oregano. Be interesting in tea. Oregano is like my jam. Oregano and basil when it comes to my Italian food. Sage, which I just recently this year put in my turkey for Thanksgiving. Actually last year, I put it in my turkey um, and it was delicious. I don't know what else I would use sage for though, cooking-wise. Marjoram, tarragon, mint, ginger. Ginger's on a lot of these lists, guys. Just keep that in mind. Ginger is the one. Uh, thyme, also used that for my turkey last 
rosemary, which I use very often as well, cilantro, use very often also, and tarragon. Didn't know though about the properties of it. That's fantastic. Herb and spice packed recipes to try this week. Wondering how you'll get the most benefits from all of these herbs and spices? Well, you can try brewing teas at home. Think ginger, mint, and lemongrass. And I'm here to tell you from experience, that's delicious. Adding a dash of spice to your morning cup of joe. Cinnamon is always a winner, or you can hit the kitchen. Inspired to add more herbs and spices to your diet, here's a few tasty recipes for you to whip up. And then their first one is chimichurri with grilled vegetables it's uh, typically used as a condiment for grilled meats but it's equally fantastic spooned over grilled veggies you can also use it on your favorite wraps tacos or a marinade or tofu this is really cool because you can make chimichurri with grilled vegetables it sounds like as a high protein low carb uh alternative for you know the vsg lifestyle but just in general as well the ingredients are a half a cup of parsley, finely chopped, a half a cup of cilantro, three garlic cloves, one shallot, one medium-sized chili, a fourth a cup of extra virgin olive oil, three tablespoons of vinegar, salt to taste, one baby eggplant spiced, and one small zucchini, one red bell pepper. The directions are preheat your oven to 400 degrees on a large baking sheet lined with foil, place your vegetables and lightly drizzle olive oil for 25 to 30 minutes or until tender. While the vegetables are roasting, place shallot, herbs, chili, and garlic into a bowl. Add vinegar, oil, and salt, and whisk to combine. And the third and final step is when the vegetables have reached their desired tenderness, drizzle with chimichurri sauce and serve warm. Okay, I'm gonna have to do that. Uh, this is uh, the second recipe. It's for tabouleh. And uh, it is gluten-free, and it says, though it's traditionally made with bulgur, you can sub it out for quinoa and make a protein-packed gluten-free take on this delicious vegan dish. It also makes a fantastic quick meal prep idea you can enjoy throughout the, the week. And you guys know I love the, the whole meal prep thing. It's one cup of quinoa, three bunches of flat leaf parsley, one bunch of mint, three green onions, three ripe tomatoes, de-seeded and diced, which I'll need de-seeded diver one cucumber cut in cubes juice of one lemon extra virgin olive oil and salt and pepper to taste that sounds amazing the directions are you cook the quinoa according to the instructions on the package fluff with fork and allow it to cool approximately room temperature and number two is add parsley mint tomatoes green onions and cucumber to the cooled quinoa Season with salt and pepper and add a light drizzle of olive oil and the lemon juice. Mix well and serve. Hello. I might try that. I love cucumber chopped up and randomly put with meats and side dishes. The next one is vegan potato curry recipe, which is curries get ready, get their heady aroma and gorgeous flavor from the wealth of spices which are used in the recipe. Different cuisines boast various styles of curry, but if you're looking for something relatively easy but ultra flavorful, this simple potato curry is always a winner. It's four large potatoes cut into small cubes, one yellow onion, one can of chopped tomatoes, a fourth cup of chopped cilantro, one tablespoon of minced garlic, a tablespoon and a half of minced ginger, a tablespoon of chili powder, 
half a teaspoon of turmeric, half a teaspoon of cumin seeds, half a teaspoon of fenugreek seeds, one tablespoon of curry powder or garum marsala, three bay leaves, water, salt and pepper to taste, and extra virgin olive oil. I wouldn't be able to eat this at all. Just all of the seeds were just going straight through me. Even my, my stomach moved and was like, I can't even listen anymore. Uh, but the directions are, and it sounds delicious if I was able to eat it, is number one, heat oil and add onions, cumin, fenugreek, mustard seeds, bay leaves, salt and pepper. Fry the onions over medium heat till they become soft. Add garlic and ginger and cook for another minute or so. Number two is stir in chopped tomatoes, add turmeric, chili powder and curry powder. Continue sauteing until the tomatoes begin to break down. Add potatoes and fry for another three minutes. Number three. Add enough water so that the potatoes partially are cooked, but not completely covered. Place a lid over the pot and reduce the temperature to a simmer. Cook until the potatoes become soft, stirring occasionally. And number four and finally, once the potatoes are soft, stir in the cilantro leaves and serve. Boost your health with herbs and spices. Whew! The ways that you can use these herbs and spices in the kitchen are virtually unlimited. Whether it's a dusting of turmeric in a soup or stew, a tablespoon or two of chopped rosemary over some roasted veg or some freshly made oregano pesto and a potato salad. Reaping the health benefits of herbs and spices could not be easier. Eat these herbs daily to boost your health and up the nutritional value of all of your meals. The beauty of it is with so many different herbs and spices, your palate will never get jaded. An ever-changing rotation will not only keep your food tasting fresh and interesting, but also will allow you to reap the benefits from everything on your spice rack. The best part, herbs and spices are suitable for virtually every diet out there, whether you're vegan, vegetarian, paleo, or eat a bit of everything. A final word for you. Remember to check with your doctor if you have any pre-existing medical conditions, are pregnant or breastfeeding, or are currently taking any medications. Certain herbs and spices may interact with medications, adversely affect certain conditions, and are considered unsafe for pregnant women. So there you have it, everyone. Uh, we went through all of the 36 super herbs. I hope that you were able to uh, either get the, a pen and paper and write down some of those recipes that I went over, or now know what to take in the uh, event uh, you need something as an alternative for medicine, for inflammation, for nausea, um, and weight loss. They did talk about some are dietary uh, for blood sugar. Uh, maybe you're trying to lose some weight and it can be a salt substitute, which is an amazing thing because uh, you're always looking for alternatives to different stuff. I know I am. Uh, so at any rate, uh, that is our time. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you were able to get a lot from it. Uh, I know I sure was. I've got a whole listing here of different notes that I have jotted down. I'm also going to incorporate some of these into my food prep this Sunday uh, so that I can get the most out of what I'm putting into my body as absolutely possible. And I really hope that you were able to get that kind of information from this and do the same. With that being said, I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, a great morning and afternoon, 